0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Off
1: The Bench Podcast. What's up, guys? It's uh, the Wolf in Paris. And, uh, well, I'm the Wolf that, in Paris. Is not... that your nickname?
0: Or your... No, no, no. That's the, just my new gamer tag because my, your... oh, my account whoa. got deleted. keeps but... getting banned.
2: But well, what, do you, what do you do to get banned? Sorry, right, sorry, sorry. Well, let me stop. On. Let me yeah, stop. Yeah, let yeah, stop. Yeah, hold on. We'll stop get into right that right after. after. All right. <laughs> so,
1: we are here joined by our boy, Jeff Wahlberg. Hello. Um, I guess that's his uh, official name. I mean, obviously, Jeffrey Wahlberg uh we went to school together and uh and now he's here joining
0: us on our podcast so thank you for being yeah i buddy. met
1: jeff like in ninth grade at somerset
2: um, i think i met I met you in ninth grade too Mugi. i met both of you in ninth grade yeah i don't know if- i was significantly shorter i definitely yeah, had I- a tape up and like a fucking Let me tell you, your hair back then was ill. Like what the yeah, like not the tape, but no, not the tape. No, not the
0: tape. Like junior, senior year when he had the when I started growing it out. oh yeah, that was nice. That was at the time. That's not (laughs) at (laughs) the time. But I think I met you a little bit before though, like in church. Right. That's kind of why I figured.
2: No, I don't think so.
0: Did you ever go to? We went to the same church. That's yeah. That's how I don't my mom knows your mom. I met you mom.
2: before ninth grade, though. <laughs> honestly, I think I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw you was ninth grade. some
0: Somebody's lying. Well, I knew Kyra <laughs> from church. That Beforehand, I know. My yes. sister. Your yes. Twin sister. Yes, that I do know. Okay. Um, but I could have sworn. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just making shit up in my head. Yeah. Okay. But I think I did know your sister before, and then maybe through your sister, I met you. Okay. But yeah.
1: So basically, I mean, <clears throat> Jeff was just like.
2: No, Mogi was, like, my first real No, I know, in yeah,
1: I know that. You told me that the
2: other day, but... Uh, no, yeah, I remember... No, because you know what? It was such a click. Like, that school was so small, and, like, me coming from public school, like, which was just... Where'd you come from? I, I came from Glades, which was ghetto oh, yeah. as fuck. And, you know, made me who I am, but I just remember, like, me and my sister just felt, like, outcast because, like, you know, the kids at, that, at our high school were going to school together since...
0: kindergarten kindergarten. right
1: and and that's honestly why I personally didn't really like like, go, like, talk to Jeff right away, because Jeff knows I'm 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 the type of person that I'm, like, no new friends kind of thing. So I already had my friends, you know, and this guy comes Wait, in. Wait, you,
2: did you go there all the way from King?
1: No, I went, I went there from middle school.
2: Oh, okay, so
1: that's what it So, is. um, so I'm there, like, who is this kid, bro? Like, out here, like, being funny and shit, but then I realized that he's actually, he was, like, I'm like, yo, this kid's actually fucking funny being as fuck. Being funny and shit. That's I had you in, like, third period, like, I don't know what year it was, but it was a math class. And bro, oh my god, that shit was so funny, bro. <laughs> what I have, grade was it? Nine, I, I'm pretty sure it was ninth or tenth grade. I'm not sure. but Did we
2: have a class together?
1: Me and
0: Jeff had a lot yeah. of classes together. I no, had. We had
2: to have had a class together. What I was I'm the, trying to
0: think of any classes that we had. I think we had science together. In what year? Maybe sophomore year. Who was the teacher? Plumley.
2: Maybe I don't
0: know who that is. I know I had <laughs> I <have> that teacher. <laughs> I had the uh ocean class with you, remember? What was that? Teacher's yes. Name? Oh, yes, I was in that class with Miss Gra- uh, Carrasco? Carrasco. Carrasco.
2: Were we all in that yes. class? Together?
0: Yes, because I remember you used to tell Miss Carrasco all the time, you used to sauce her up. I
2: loved Miss Carrasco, yeah. Like, she
0: loved me too, like even though she would try
2: to act like she didn't, she, she would be smiling at me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> she, she loved me, bro. Oh,
1: that show was so funny. Uh, I, I do have uh, one experience with Jeff and uh, rest in peace Huntsinger, but one time he, we were, he died.
0: Yeah, he died, dude. Oh my god, he lost yeah. his leg like a couple, well, a couple before years before he died. Before he died, yeah. and then he he died. Yeah, like diabetes and then heart so attack. So this
2: for for people who don't know, this was the behavioral specialist, like he right, was, like yeah, dean of the dean, dean, the dean of discipline. Okay. Yeah. So one time, so you go to him when you're in trouble, right? Basically.
1: And one time we were in Ms. Carrasco's class, and like they called me and Jeff to see huntsinger and i'm me and jeff are like us what, what all right and then you know we go to the office but it that was, was like really nothing
2: the... new for you or me i think. yeah like. yeah it i wasn't. was there kind we of were day.
1: like oh my god all right here we go yeah, again he knew me and then we show up to the office and he actually said that he was like oh it's you two again well um i forgot what he even called us for and he was like well they called they told me that you guys did this you know, just go back to class and don't do it again. <laughs> me and Jeff were like, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. It was like in the middle school. We yeah, 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 yeah. yes, were course. there for like three I minutes remember. and then like he told us to go back to class.
2: I remember. You're talking about that little room that was like, that yeah, was worn out? It was like yeah. a little janitor's closet. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> he transformed into like that a whole He was bigger office.
0: than like the whole entire class. Bless his heart. <laughs> Bless his heart. He was a nice man. He was all right. He so, was trying to sauce up my friend's mom a couple of times. He's like, if you ever need somewhere to stay, you know you can stay with me. I was like, and at the time, I was like, "Damn, he's a nice guy." But I had thought about it a couple years later when I had matured, yeah. and I was like, "The guy was just." A no, little. it's
2: it's interesting. Like teachers, I sp- I feel like my elementary school teachers, especially, had an enormous impact on me in so many small ways. But I think once you get to high school, you're a little more already, you know, formed, but it's i saw a tweet the other day that was like you know teachers that that literally have beef with me in high school like you were beefing with like a 15 year old and like it's true like i had so many teachers that like hated me they just hated my guts maybe for good reason maybe not but like either way like I'm only 24 now, and, like, I don't hate anyone. Like, I couldn't possibly, especially a teenager. Like, Could you imagine what, beefing with somebody? What a waste of time to have beef with a teenager. Like, do you ever get the feeling, like, that you felt so old when you were,
0: like, in eighth grade? Oh, bro, I
2: thought I had everything figured out. I didn't know shit about
0: nothing. Because I was thinking yeah. about it the other day that Miss Rodriguez used to beef with everybody that was, like... Who was that? You remember the she behavioral
2: was the, other the lady. Rican yeah, but the lady. The one, yeah. who oh, bro. Oh, wait, bro. one time did I ever tell you the story? One time that lady hated me, bro. One time I was the new iPhone had just come out, the iPhone four. Now, if you remember correctly, the iPhone four was a complete redesign, like it was the, from the glass back. It was back the one. one with the glass yeah, back and the metals. It was like gorgeous. I and this it. girl in my first period, yearbook class, had it. And uh, somehow I convinced her to let me borrow it for a second period and I would give it to her for third period, which seems crazy now because like no one can be without their phone for more than a second. Right. But at the time she was we were she was really sweet and like she was older, she was a senior, and she was like, sure, take it. Like a senior. Period? I always used to, I always used to see her in the hallway right after second period. So she was like, just give me in the hall. I was like, no problem. And then I was using it in the hall, and Miss Rodriguez came and like you weren't allowed to use phones in the hallways, and like she was like, hey! <laughs> I literally was like, I panicked. Like, I would have just given her, if it was my phone, I would have just been like, all right, here, take my phone. Like okay, Right, okay, okay, right. Whatever. But it wasn't my phone, so I just ran. <laughs> <laughs> I just was running in dumb. the hallway between classes. Like, every, hey, come here, eh, come here. Like, just running away. <laughs> and literally like throughout the whole rest of the day i gave her the girl her phone back after the next period thank god and i was like but i just kept hearing like people were telling me like yo miss Rodriguez is looking for you like she didn't know my name or she didn't know who i was but like she She was looking through the yearbook looking for my picture she came into a class i was really puny at the time and like she came into a class and she someone told me like she said you guys seen like a little cute boy with like, you know, he's real cute and, and he's small, and he, he ran for me. And then I she never found me. I think like the next day or the day after that I was in the cafeteria and I was using my phone under the table and she came up behind me, snuck up on behind me, and just put her hand out she was like, Come here, and you ran for me the other day. <laughs> and you ran for me the other day. And I was like, Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, she she, she got me back for that She one. actually
0: She actually subbed one of my classes. It was my computer class, seventh grade. But that class was like a mixed class that you could have like older people in the class Mm -hmm. so ricky rodriguez was in that class with me he sat next to me and (laughs) that classroom was the classroom at the end of the hallway so there was a window in that class that kind of covered like the teacher like where i sat the teacher cannot see me Mm -hmm. unless she gets up and she was subbing and i was on my phone whatever (laughs) And she comes up and she was like, young man, young man, give me your phone. She was like a,
2: so for, for clarification, like she was like a, I think like a Puerto she Rican. She from New York. American. She thought, New York. yeah, she, she thought was she was New Jenny York. from the bottom. Yeah, she thought she was J-Lo and like, yeah. She
0: used to thing. wear the high heels, the stilettos, Yeah, yeah all that
2: to work at a, anyway.
0: Right, to discipline 15 yeah. year olds. Yeah, But anyways, she came up, she's like, young man, give me your phone. And I was like, and I froze because, I mean, I've always been like, I would say like a good boy type mm-hmm. thing. So I was like, oh fuck. I was like, I don't know what to do. And Ricky goes, Ricky looks at me and he goes, Dog, give me the phone, I ain't gonna give it to that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he did not whisper that shit either. No, he said it like that. He was crazy. just like, bro, just give me the phone, I'm not gonna give it to that bitch. And I was like, Bro, terrible.
2: Terrible. <laughs> nah, I never like I was never that I was never Like blatantly disrespectful to it. But I
1: also bro. like I didn't care if I got in trouble. Like I would yeah, just do whatever I wanted. And yeah.
0: I just didn't want to get in trouble because, like, then Disciplinary Act for baseball and, like, I couldn't play or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, course, you know what? Course. So I put my phone out and, like, I kind of put it in between them. And I was like, whoever grabs it, grabs it. <laughs> but she snatched that shit. And then Ricky's like, dog, you should have just gave it to me. I wasn't going to give <laughs> it to her. So funny. Yeah, because you would have gotten in trouble for sure. Right. But Ricky wouldn't have given her the phone. <laughs> Ricky wouldn't have cared, but I put it in the middle. I was like, if Ricky grabs it, then, <laughs> then I had it. the intent of giving her the phone. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't have been on me, but. Yeah, she was not... She was not my favorite lady at that school. So... I wonder what she's doing right now. Uh, I
2: have... Fans.
1: I have one experience. I have I have one, uh, one little thing with Jeff. That uh, it was in the cafeteria. And this kind of leads on to what we're going to talk about. But... So... Jeff is a sort of a, I guess we're going to say an actor. He's an actor. Sure. So at the time... You know, it was like, yo, Jeff is an actor, this and that. And then Jeff is like, oh, uh, yeah, bro. Like, you know, like, I'm like, yo, so what? You can just cry. Like, you can just cry on the spot. He's like, yeah, bro. You know, like, that's what I fucking do, dude. Like.
2: I don't remember anything.
1: And I, yeah, you were in the, we were in the cafeteria. I think we were with Lewis. And then I'm like, all right, so just, like, just cry right now. Bro. And, bro, like, Jeff got into, like, this whole thing. Like, he was like. and then like you just like like literally like you started like crying. I don't know if a tear came out, but it was really good. And then I was like, "All right, laugh." And then you started like laughing hysterically like if, like if I that. made you laugh. Like it was kind of crazy. So, I mean, what uh what, you're obviously an actor now. Yeah. And that was a little bit of a like a little cool experience that happened. I think it was like junior year. So, after high school, what did uh what did you do?
2: Um, well, I, so when I was in high school, I always, I mean, I never, luckily, I never really questioned like what I wanted to do. I I mean, I always knew from a very young age that I wanted to act, Um, especially because, you know, I have family members who act and I think growing up and just seeing them, you know, accomplish you know, what they were accomplished against so many odds too, because they <clears throat> come from, you know, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um you know, I just always I'm I like to think I'm a pretty positive person, but I, I just always knew what we as humans are capable of and, you know, anything you wanna do you can you can do it and right. and having, you know, family and being able to see <clears throat> You know their wildest dreams come true. I always, I, I I never it was never something that I questioned. So it was always very natural. I mean I can th- remember like in first second grade teachers asking me what I wanted to be and me telling them I was going to be an actor. Um, so, and I you know I have I know people now in my life who who you know still are trying to find their way and find their
0: their calling know, their
2: calling or their passion or their purpose. Um, so I feel very fortunate to to have always known. Um, not to say that it was easy just because, you know, doesn't mean you just, you know, yeah, you, you definitely,
0: you gotta work at it.
2: There was definitely a lot of scary moments. And, and I just remember, I think at the time, I think once I graduated, I, I, I got a manager and then he started sending me auditions and You know, this was back in, like, 2015, I think. And, you know, I didn't live... I still lived here in South Florida, but, you know, I would do something called a self-tape, which is basically you audition on camera, you record it, and you send it in. And I I remember, like, I mean, I've done Lewis, which is our mutual friend. I've done countless, countless self-tapes with him. And And I think after self-taping for about... 10 months, 9, 10 months, I, I got my first call back, and it was for an indie with um, James Franco, and at that time, he was really pumping out indies, like, he was just it, he, that was what he was doing, he was making indies, he has his own um, independent production company, um, and he was just making a lot of movies back then, and that was, like, my first, wasn't my first time, like, out in Los Angeles, but it was, out, it was my first time out there alone, and you know, it was business related, and it, I just remember it, would, it was really like big city scary. Like I was just like, even though like you know Miami is right there, and obviously I spent a lot of time. There, it was just really scary. I ended up booking that role, and then
0: what was the name of that project? Don't
2: Come Back from the Moon, which is on Amazon Prime. If you guys want to check it out, it was, no, I've seen that. I got so blessed. I love that movie still to this day, and I had a time of my life making it, and it was a very eye-opening experience. Um, just yeah, I mean, it was it was.
1: How was how was making the movie with James Franco? Cuz I intimidating? mean maybe I mean obviously for you especially at this point yeah. you know it's probably just like another day but for
2: at the time it was you have to understand it wasn't my first time on a on a major film set my first time or it, not that that was a major film set cuz it was a really small film but it wasn't my first time on a film set I had spent right. a lot of time on film sets because like i said i have family that acts and i would any chance I got, i was always there i'd been on you know i'd met you know marty scorsese as like a 10 year old you know leo like all these guys that i got to you know just watch work and ted like i remember i was on set for ted a lot like um if, if for those of you that don't know my uncle's mark Wahlberg, and i just remember You know, I I, I was just very blessed to have all that and and be able to see all that firsthand. So it wasn't my first time on a set. So I already felt like, you know, a little more comfortable Comfortable. than if I hadn't, you know, which is a blessing. And yeah, I mean, it's just, there's really no time to be nervous, especially a small independent film like that. The way those movies shoot, I mean, it's like. It's so fast. And you don't even have any time to be nervous. I mean, like, it's so. Well, why is that? Is well, it like budget-wise? Yes, because they don't have enough money to ex- make the shoot very comfortable to take weekends off. Like they, they don't have money to have everyone have the staying in hotels. The luxuries of of large films. I don't even think that budget was. I think the budget wasn't even a million dollar. Like it was, it was a very small amount of money for for
0: movies. Can you explain the difference for those? Because like I'm, I, think I understand, but like there might be like more to it. Can you explain yeah. the difference between like what an indie film is versus like
2: yeah. Versus a studio film. So basically an independent film, for anyone who doesn't know, is a movie that is made with, um, you know, people raise their own money and they don't, there's no large studio involved. Like a large studio is Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, Paramount. Like these are the, the studios that have, you know, been in control of Hollywood for a really long time. And yeah, I mean, anyone can make an independent film, technically. I mean, you can make an independent film for a thousand dollars two thousand dollars and then there's like you know higher budget independence which are like you know a million dollars maybe five um you know a lot of the movies that we're seeing nominated for awards nowadays are these independent lower budget films um you know moonlight for instance which won best picture a couple of years uh-huh. ago is a south florida indie you know that movie was made i don't know the budget but it couldn't have been more than five million dollars which in movies is is nothing like it's that's really small amount. so what would
0: be like comparative to like a studio yeah role? so like a studio
2: film is like you know like
0: 50 million yeah like a fast that's the, Furious the budget movie.
2: of of dora you know which was my first studio film and i guess the biggest difference right. is 10 times more i guess the big difference is it, it's it's first of all there's a very large amount of people working on those films like it's the cat the crew is like several hundred people working every day so you have several hundred people standing around um you know working with you working alongside you watching you work you're watching them work excuse me but um i think the biggest difference for me was like (laughs) small independent films which i just did an independent film in in, in the beginning of the year, um, which I can tell you about later, but um you really kind of get to know everyone because it's a smaller crew and you guys, you know, you're kinda all in it together and you guys right. have to you have these really long days and you, you just really get to know people. Um, you know, with a bigger crew and a bigger movie, it's kinda harder to learn everyone's
0: right, names name. And, roles.
2: And, and and also as an actor, which is just a very emotional and emotionally draining job you kind of have to just be in your own world on those big sets because it's so easy to get distracted and get lost and you know like talking to the vfx guys because i'm you know curious and i want to talk to them for an hour about their job because i think it's cool and i'm a nerd for that kind of stuff um you know it's it's easy to get distracted on those for sure which you know is a learning experience it's like okay now i know you know, next time we do one of those, we we got to like, you know, we still Re- obviously get down. to know people, but you got to you got to put up your, your boundaries, not boundaries, but you just got to protect yourself and protect.
0: So I hear like from like huge actors, like, for example, Denzel mm-hmm. or like Leo. Yeah, I've heard. I don't know how true this is, but I hear like you can't really like talk to them offset type thing or like can't look them in the eye type thing. Like, because they're so well, OK. Zombie. All right. Well, I don't know if it's a like stereotype rumor or that whatever. Thing,
2: that whole look them in the eye thing my opinion I, like I don't think that I do think it's true but I don't think it's coming from when the cameras are not rolling like when the cameras are not rolling you you gotta look people in the eye like you gotta oh, yeah. talk to them you gotta they're get gonna, shit done but like it's this? more about when the cameras are rolling and they're in the scene if the sound guy's making eye contact with that. It's going to throw them off. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're Denzel. I don't care if you're like, it's going to like throw you the fuck off. The guy off. with the
0: boom like, is just standing. Yeah, just like.
2: looking you right in the <laughs> eye. Like, you're going to be like, yo, what? Like, it's going to, it's just going to throw you off. Like, especially if you're just trying to stay in the scene and you're just trying right. to stay in it. It's okay. as much as possible. Like, you know, that's essentially what acting is at the end of the day, you know, just being in the moment. Um, So that can kind of take you out of the moment. But I don't think it's some like you know pedestal like yeah. don't look me in the eye but you know don't, don't look don't, don't look at in the eye yeah when you read <laughs> about it on online like they they turn the headline into that because yeah of course interesting that's what's going to turn heads and yeah, attention yeah. clickbait and shit but
0: no, i don't think it's like it's that serious but um yeah what would you com- like what would you say your your style of acting is because like i know there's something like called method M- what were you gonna say? Method, uh, method acting? Oh, I thought you were gonna say, I thought were gonna say
2: mumblecore. Uh, I thought that was it, mumblecore. So mumblecore is just like in the indie world, especially mumblecore is like actors who mumble,
0: essentially. Um, but but mumble like is that like part of like the script? Like they're like, <laughs> no, okay, you have to one. mumble this line. No,
2: I mean it's it's I think where that stems from is is kind of you know, when in your everyday life, you're not pronouncing every word with such, you know, enunciation fiction or whatever you want to call it, but, um, enunciation. Yeah. But I think mumbling brings a level of realism to, 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 to working, but it's just a, po- the reason why I brought it up and the reason I thought you were going to say it is just because it's a popular thing to talk about. I feel like in, in acting nowadays, like mumble, cool. I, I, I don't, I don't, can not really give you an example? i'm bad at explaining that but
0: no but i understand what you mean yeah it makes it more i feel like it would make it more realistic though because nobody well a vast majority of people have their own vernacular and the way they speak they're not all like enunciating every single word like granted i
2: haven't had a character yet that i've professionally played that is like you know requires like a dialect coach or anything like that um which i'm super excited to i i did a self-tape the other day actually with like a russian accent and it was i thought it turned out pretty well i mean it was very subtle like obviously like
0: do you, you, give mind, us, uh, do you yeah. mind giving us a little sneak peek of what was my, i have a terrible what russian is accent what, what
2: was one of my lines i think it was like
0: just say anything
2: oh, uh, so it would just like it, i would just put like an eastern european flow on it like it was it was very subtle like i didn't try to make like a big thing out of it like just kind of in the background, like right, you know, not like make a big thing,
0: enough of like they'll be like, Oh, this guy has an accent, type yeah. Thing. Just like they didn't want him to be
2: American, like you could just tell that they didn't because even the description for the part was like European, like they didn't, it wasn't like they weren't looking for a specific accent, but they usually didn't want American. I'm still doing the accent, aren't I?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> that's fire though. No. I can't, like, I can't do an accent like. Like, and then like Boston, I want to do a Boston I was just so about, bad. so I want to get into that. I bro, want to get into like, your Boston heritage. I,
2: I, I almost got this role one time for a Boston. It was one of the best self-tapes I ever did, honestly. Like the accent was just so, just chef's kiss. Like I sent it to my dad. I sent it to like all kinds of Boston people I know. And they were just like, bro. You did it! Like you did it! You did it! Like Because you you know, like my family is originally from Boston. Like my dad's from Boston. My dad has a Boston accent. My mom has a Boston accent. Like even though she's like Dominican, born in DR, like she's got her own Boston Dominican thing going on. And then like my most of my family still lives in Boston. Even though I grew up, you know, in South Florida, and I consider myself from South Florida. um, It 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 just comes really natural to me. But that's definitely an accent I hope to do soon. just because I want to be able to flex that muscle and I won't really need a dialect coach. Like I won't, that's, that's one accent that I won't never need a
0: dialect coach. Do you ever cringe when you watch movies and you see people doing an accent? You're like, Oh, like it doesn't have to be a Boston accent, but I know you're very familiar. Boston
2: Boston accent is very hard to get. It's very hard to get. There's certain words that... It's so easy to turn into, like, a New York, Brooklyn, right, like just tough guy thing. I was thinking about that. people do, and it's just... It's wrong. Because, like, um, Boston is Irish, like... And, there, and there's different Boston accents. Like, there's the Southie accent, you know? And that's, like... How would I do? compare <laughs> that to something? That's more of like a, a- working-class Boston accent, you know, South Boston. And then there's, like, you know, like, my grandmother is, like, born in the 40s in Boston, and she's got more of, like, an... Irish, twang, twang to it. That's like <clears throat> almost sounds like a Boston. You good? Like you coughing a lot, bro. Like
1: a cough something, bro. Nah,
0: not, not even
2: gonna. That's lie not it,
0: funny. Bro. Like anyway, <laughs> about to stop some predictions. Yeah.
2: Um. But yeah, no. Boston accent is 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 definitely an easy. When accent me
0: mention. and Felipe and Juan we went to Boston, and you went to Boston. Isn't it? Do you like Boston? So I really liked it, but the thing was, we you were like there for, sports. Yeah, I'm a big sports guy. It's a great sports, Sp- city. great sports city. We were there for three days. Is the problem? You went to Fenway. We did. Your dad called me when I like landed, uh-huh. and he called me. and was like, "Hey, Maddie, I hear you in my hood," <laughs> and I was okay. like, "I was like, hey, yeah, we're here. We're actually we're literally sitting at your grandma's restaurant. We're at Elma's, and we're okay. sitting outside, like the original one that's on the yeah uh, on the water on the water. Yeah. And um, whatever. We're sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, you uh, you want to go to a Sox game?" And I was, that's terrible Boston accent, but that's thats what I got. Oh, that bad. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's actually why we're here, because we travel for, for sports games. Hmm. And he was like, okay, let me make a call. I'll call you right back. And I was like, okay. And like 20 minutes later, he called me back. And he was like, go to VIP. and. and <laughs> <laughs> And tell them- no, my
2: dad, dude, is made of tickets. Like honestly, bro,
0: it was such a bless. Cause like it's a blessing.
2: It's a blessing. Like I, every time, I think yeah, last time I was in Boston right before COVID, it was like February, and yeah, I mean, I landed and we went to the Celtics game right there on, on the floor. It was beautiful. It's 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 great. And he's right. he's a blessed blessed guy, and he likes to share his that's he's like so humble with like he he loves to make other people happy yeah and i think that's something like that i've i've it's slowly been you know as far as long as i can remember just watching my dad i mean he's so giving yeah like whether it's he gets so much free shit like for whatever reason just because he's a people person and he you know meet to loves talking to people and people just instantly fall in love with him so he just gets so much free shit and he just gives it all away
0: yeah, he just but gives it all away. It was awesome, but the reason I brought it up is because um, we were talking about how easily the the Boston accent can turn into like a New York accent type thing. Yeah. And Felipe had a I Heart NYC hoodie that he was putting a Boston jersey over mm-hmm. because it was cold. It was like freaking forty degrees. Mm-hmm. But he was wearing like a shirt over so you couldn't see it, and then he took it off so you could play his jersey. Mm-hmm. And I was like pretending to be a Boston guy. I was like, Hey, everybody, look at this fucking guy over <laughs> here. But then I was like, wait, what am wait, what am I that, this is a New York <laughs> <That's> accent. <weird. laughs> I was like oh, I was like, man, this shit is actually harder than yeah. like it sounds. I
2: like the New York but I like more like the the hood New York. Not like the old Brooklyn guy, but more like, Yeah, son, like fuck is you talking about be like the ASAP Rocky. Yeah, like I love Harlow. that accent. It's so it's so good to me. Like I love doing that
0: yeah, accent. Yeah,
1: yeah those, those are those are I've learned to love the New Orleans accent. Yeah. They're,
0: they talk so they, funny, bro. You know which accent I don't like, what? but I think it's fucking hilarious. And I think Jose knows what, know what I'm talking about. The Baltimore, the Baltimore accent. I sound like you. You, you did, bro. I'm about to find this video. You know who Jess Hilarious is? Yeah. Jess, hilarious. she's like on Wild and Hour, she was on Wild and Hour, whatever. But she's like really from Baltimore, like Maryland. Like she reps it real hard. Mm. And she's like, she's like, I don't know why people say I sound like I'm from New York. I'm not from New York, I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> And she goes, she goes, we don't say hot dog. We say hot dog. No, (laughs) no, she goes, we don't say hot dog. We say hot duh. Hot Hot duh. duh. And then she was like, um that's funny. She was just going off and off and she was funny. I need to find this fucking video for you. I'm sorry. all right so I found the video and I showed it to Jeff off of camera or recording or whatever. Um (laughs) but basically uh, yeah that's a crazy accent. What it is, dummy fuck it is dummy you know everyone has
2: their own like little sayings and stuff but i feel like now with the internet like you know i feel like uh vernacular is like i mean like there's people like <laughs> you could pick up things from all yeah, over the like, world yeah like it's the World Wide web and today it really is the worldwide i
1: was in my boy's car and i was listening to a guy and his bro his name was like mdg like something like that and, and he goes in the song. He goes, I got a jit and da da da,
2: a jit, a jit. And I'm oh, like, for those of you who don't know, jit is a very very South Florida term. Right, jit means young person, a, yeah, little kid. little kid. Like, right.
1: So I told him, I was like, where's this guy from? Is he from? He's probably from here, from Florida. Right. And he's like, I don't know. So I'm like, I look it up. He's from Michigan interesting and it's like yeah he's out here saying J, like but
0: interesting but like also like another thing is like when people say dead ass dead ass is a very new york thing yeah yeah or b like what up b like i feel like that's very I, I like dead ass said that.
2: though dead ass
0: in my opinion is more of a universal
2: t- i feel like dead ass is like because it, it, it's i think it stems from saying like i'm dead ass I'm dead serious. serious like i'm right. dead ass serious so like I, I think yeah i mean yeah dead ass is or definitely like a bet. new york Where's,
1: where's that from? It was also New York. From New York? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, they got me there. <laughs> like, all right, B, B
2: is definitely New yeah, York. Son. I, I never saw him. Son, yeah. Yeah, son.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's was yeah. good, son. Yeah. I saw Josh Francois the other day at the gas station. He was like, what's, what's good, it? son? <laughs> 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 I was like, what's up, Josh? Is, is he from New York? Yeah. was oh, from okay. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, okay, okay. That girl that that's also a funny video. The girl's like, I'm from Brooklyn. Book. The girl that said that uh that uh, they killed Biggie.
0: Oh yeah. You seen that video? Yeah. The one that she's like um she's talking about ISIS, she's like ISIS killed Biggie. We from Brooklyn, we from Best Tide ISIS don't come to New York or we gon' kill you. You've never seen that video? Mm. Bro, it's one of
1: the funniest videos. We might stop the podcast again. I don't care. <laughs>
2: So, um... I can't believe Kobe died. Sorry, I can't believe Kobe died.
1: That shit's crazy, bro. Were you there for that? Like, in in L.A.? In L.A.? No, obviously, like, there, there, but,
2: Yeah, I was in L.A. It was... That day was... Terrible, obviously, but it was... I I just remember it being really... My memory of that situation is, like, I... I saw on Twitter that, like, the night before he passed away, he was trending... Right. it was because lebron had just passed him in, po- in points right and so the next morning at like 11 or something like i was just like chilling on my couch and it was i just remember it being really it was january so it was still pretty cold and it was really foggy like really foggy like
0: alarmingly foggy
2: not alarmingly but just abnormally foggy for especially for you know flatter land like usually it's you know in the hills it's pretty much always foggy but it it was foggy down like on the flat on in the valley and stuff so um i remember that and then i remember my friend ot who was also an actor told just texted me like yo kobe died and i was like what like so i went on twitter and and i saw r.i.p kobe trending but you know the internet is always like i thought i thought they were referring to you know him lebron passing him and like you know the the internet's always r.i.p
0: you know whoever the amount of times i've seen like r.i.p betty white yeah well there's
2: there's there's that and then there's like the sports stuff like if someone gets like posterized or something it's like Uh, r.i.p right so i just assumed knowing the internet and the way anyone can put anything on there right um i just assumed that that was the case but once you t- saw I think I saw a TMZ article, and it like, was TMZ. not that TMZ is like the most reliable news source, but when it comes to deaths, their track record is pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, once they say it, they, I mean, because they have everyone in their, you know, in their pocket, like they're they're paying, you know, right, like, yeah, like they have, yeah, like the, you know, people, people, people know they can make a quick buck if they, you know. Go t- sell them a story or sell them a photo or whatever it may be, but yeah, that was not a good day. That was just I. I, I think that was like the last day that I like really, really watched the news. It's funny because it was before the pandemic, but I, I just remember just like it, it was bad, man. Like I just it was really sad. I mean,
0: did you? Still and then when we morning, found out it
2: was his poor daughter, Gianna, that it was so sad, so so sad.
0: Yeah, I remember even like down here, like South Florida, like as big as like we are like heat nation type thing i remember like yeah. all this like big buildings were all like purple and gold dude
2: it was just very surreal it's still very surreal like i just yeah. can't believe he's gone and i can't it's believe such a this happened way. this year like this yeah, year. yeah and, and this especially this has been a fucking this mess. Year's a fucking doozy bro like it's it's just ridiculous and it, yeah it doesn't even feel like this year it feels like so long ago but it also feels like it's it just doesn't even feel real it's crazy so sad
1: but well getting past that yeah uh <laughs> i wanted a dark turn yeah uh i wanted to ask you a question um that you know back when we were talking about acting and stuff i mm-hmm. forgot to ask you mm-hmm. uh what was your favorite movie and why
2: as, like as a kid or no
1: like that you that you acted <sighs>
2: I'm gonna be honest with you, I really don't <laughs> like that question. It's such a hard question. Like, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if I have a favorite film. Um Yeah, I, I don't know. That's like me trying to choose a favorite song. That's nearly impossible. But I mean, I can say that um especially with
1: I'll make it all right, I'll make it easier. What film did you enjoy making more most?
2: Of my the ones I made? yeah man i don't that's another <laughs> <Yeah. 'cause laughs> all right, what about <laughs> they're all a blast like and you leave the thing is is you you leave every movie a different person like truly like it, it's such a you just leave. i mean you're, you're constantly evolving and changing in life but i don't know there's something about being away from home most I, you know most movies i've made i've, I've traveled somewhere i've been away from home in, in one way or another and there's something about being away from home making something out of nothing with a group of other people who you have to understand when you're making a movie you're around 50 100 200 whatever size the crew is you're around that amount of people who are also doing what they absolutely love to do for the most i mean this is like they're all there doing what they want to be doing for the most part for the most part you know um so there's always something special about that. And that was something I realized early on. And like, yeah, you just wanted to do it all the time. But I don't know. I mean, Dora was a lot of fun. Going to Australia, like living there for five right. months. Before, it was, I mean, that place is, is so Is that where good. it was shot? Like the whole thing? Yeah. 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 It was. You like Australia? It's beautiful.
0: It's, That's on my bucket list. It's
2: so clean. And I just, I was there for so long. I got to do so many. I mean, I saw the Great Barrier Reef you know one of the seven natural wonders of the world which right. is you know slowly disappearing right. and it's like the the color is is it's it's not bleached what, yeah. like it's white like the colors aren't vibrant like they used to be um so that was so amazing i mean living there for so long and australia is so clean how long was it so clean um i was there for like almost 5 months like living there Holy working, shit. That, working making that movie and then i just went to africa with Tejan. In at the beginning of this year and that was yeah. So the we, most I mean it, I don't want to use culture shock because I feel like that's oversimplifying it but it, it was just I mean we we were you know shooting in very remote locations and what was that for? That was for Cherry which will be out at the beginning of 2021 on Apple TV um, Is that a is that an indie film? It was made an indie film, but, but they it got sold out. it to Apple. Yeah, they sold it to Apple.
0: Okay, so Apple is then a production company, then or like a box? They're, they're the, the distributor. Okay. So they're
2: gonna distribute the movie. Um, yeah, that's the thing with independent films is like, so you you make these films and you take them to, to-
0: cans or.
2: Well, the, yeah. So Cannes is a film festival, uh-huh. and that's what you do with an independent film—you take it to a film festival, and there's hundreds and hundreds of film festivals. Cannes is the top of the that's to- in it's, Paris. Yeah, it's in Cannes, which is the south of France. I knew that. Yeah, so it's it's that is like the most prestigious. I haven't had a film go there yet. I hope soon. Um, I hope one day, you know, hopefully I will be able to. It's that, from what I hear though, it's it's it's. They treat you like royalty, really? i heard. That's what I've heard. But, um, yeah, so you take it to a film festival, and, you know, these film festivals, you know, there's, like, the more elite, I guess, if you want to call it film festivals. You know, there's Sundance, and there's, you know, South by Southwest. Um, Sundance and, is in Salt Lake? It's in Utah. I, yeah. I don't know. Is it Salt Lake? I guess yeah. it is Salt Lake City. Um, and, yeah, that... You take it there, and and buyers go there to watch films. So you know. You
0: so how long destroy. do these festivals last? Because I feel like you can only watch certain amount of well, movies in a day. Yeah, well, and then there's hundreds of movies. A
2: film festival lasts between a week and or two weeks, and you can you know these 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 film festivals. Though these films will some will have their world premiere there, which means they're showing it for the very first time. i mm-hmm. at That's a crazy, festival. Sure. Um, some will have some. It's already world premiere, but they're still screening there because they're still looking for a buyer, so on and so forth. But, yeah, buyers essentially go there. So, you know, every year Netflix sends its team of people or, you know, uh,
0: uh, Apple, you know. Okay. This... Sorry to interrupt yeah, you, but yeah. real quick. Yeah. So, if a movie says, oh, a Netflix original, does well, that mean that the movie was made by Netflix or does that mean Netflix bought out the depends.
2: movie? It depends. It's both. Oh, it's, it's, it's both. So, I
0: mean, Netflix
2: has more money than any film studio ever has had and i mean more cash money that they can actually spend and so they're they make an insane amount of content now but Mm -hmm. they also buy content and they they also you know go to these festivals and they they look for films that they think would be a good fit on their platform and they they buy films too that are from other filmmakers but they they're making much more than they're buying now um i think um, they're probably still buying a good amount, but, yeah, they make a lot, a lot of stuff.
0: Because I know, like, for example, uh, I think it's called Happy Madison, which is yeah, Adam Sandler's Adam production Sand- company. Yeah, yeah like so he has a, a contract, a deal with them. Yeah, I, I don't... Because I feel like every movie that's out on Netflix now is, like, an Adam Sandler, like... Right, well, I've, he signed a deal with
2: them to make a specific amount of movies with them um, he's a
0: busy guy lately because he's yeah he yeah. has like at least five movies that yeah are he's
2: always him. been a busy guy like he's, uh
0: i wouldn't say i hit early in his career so like happy gilmore mr yes yeah. uh billy madison you
2: know he used to come in my pizza shop when i used to work at a restaurant in la he he, he used to walk by all the time wave in basketball <laughs> shorts i
0: hear he's really nice sweet sweet
2: man i was leo's waiter once too actually I was, uh, he was in super disguise, but I knew it was him immediately. <laughs> as soon as he walked in the door, I knew it was him. But like, yeah, it was like the middle of August. It was like hundred degrees out. He had a hat pulled down to his eyebrows, a hoodie on, and and huge sunglasses. And he was with one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen, and I instantly knew it was him. Obviously, <laughs> um, yeah, I was his waiter. I, yeah, working. I worked in Beverly Hills for I think like two years at a restaurant um when i first moved to la and that was interesting
0: i feel like that's a very for lack of a better word like a cliche thing that you hear about the industry though like a lot of people are like that are aspiring actors at the time yeah i mean they're if all waiters eating and living is a cliche yeah that's No, oh i mean of course you have you gotta, to pay your bills somehow but yeah. like, i feel like i've heard the story like a lot of times sure, like,
2: sure sure yeah i mean i i i, I know what you mean for me, it didn't fucking feel like a cliche. It felt like going to work. You right. know, I, I've worked many jobs. Like, that wasn't yeah. my first job. Like, you know, I worked at a gyro shop. I worked at <laughs> a <laughs> car a gyro <laughs> yeah, gyro. I, I've worked at a, a bank for a while. And I worked in really? a car dealership. And then I worked at... Like, I've, I've worked many jobs. So that one, though, working in the center of Beverly Hills, like the Golden Triangle, if you will. That's what they call it. And that's like... um. The streets basically line up and it's, like, Rodeo, uh, uh, Crescent, Cannon, and um, uh, Beverly Drive. They they form this, like, diagonal triangle. The, the streets in Beverly Hills are very strange. Um, I don't live there, but I, I work there and I serve the people that, that live there. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so that's, like, and that's, like, where, like, all the famous, like, Rodeo Drive stuff is and just, like, a couple streets over is where I worked at this restaurant and I definitely saw a lot of, a lot of characters but it was definitely a an interesting experience working in beverly hills
0: at 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 a restaurant i have a question so like for somebody who's aspiring to be an actor and kind of like wants to get kind of where you're at what advice would you like offer somebody who's like you know what like i've always felt like a a calling to be an actor and you know they want to become an actor do you have any advice for them or you just like um things that you've learned in the industry things that you sell tapes some, some don'ts some do's and don'ts well with self
2: tapes i love a good self-tape personally i love a good in-person audition too but um those are not gonna i mean with the pandemic that's i i don't know when the next time i mean right before the literally i went so i went to a table read um which a table read is basically when the whole cast and the crew of a, a movie or a show they get together before you start shooting Mm -hmm. and it's not something that's as common anymore table reads it's it's, but i went to one literally it was a two-day table read the first day everyone showed up shaking hands hugging we read through like four episodes and then the next day this was like march the next day masks gloves elbow. like it was very it was happened that quick like the pandemic i remember like it was a two-day read the first day was really normal and the second day was just like no one knew what was gonna happen like no one
0: damn that's it kinda, just started that's ex- really well it
2: just started exploding like covid like in la you know like if you guys remember correctly like washington you know seattle la and like new york were like the first ones to really get like a, a right. lot of cases very very early on so like I remember that being really crazy, but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so that was, like, the last time I did, like, an in per, And leading up to those, I had done a bunch of in-person, like, things with the director. So, I think, I feel like... I hope not, but, I mean, I'm sure that's going to be the last in-person... Just because they're not necessarily... They're not necessary. Ne- they're not necessary...
0: When you can um, do it online. When you can or do it on Zoom. Remote. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
2: with chemistry reads and stuff like that, I... It's kind of hard with like the delay of a webcam and yeah. like it's kind of hard with with chemistry reads but it's it's you know we've all had to make sacrifices this right. year like every everyone you know so that's just a small price to pay but yeah i i i think self-taping but i got off topic but you know with self-tapes i think try and find another actor to self-tape with and and Just have fun. Like, don't stress out about it. Like, you have to prepare. Preparation is key. If you don't prepare,
0: and just wing it, you're gonna
2: be well. You're gonna be worried about getting the lines right, and everyone can see that when they're watching. Like, they can see you anticipating the line or trying to figure out what the line. Like, it's it's just seems so forced. So once you just, excuse me, you know, take the time, put in the work. You know just prepare and that way you can focus on finding the nuances and and experimenting and, and just trying shit out like with a character and with another actor and you guys just go at it now if you can't find another actor then you know try and just find your most your least shy friend or or whatever and just stand out with self-tapes you have to understand these and these casting directors like so the way it essentially works for you know, actors who are trying to break into the industry is, is, is you're auditioning for casting directors. And casting directors are, for the most part, third-party independent contractors, if you will, that studios or, if it's an independent oh, sure. film, a production company pays them I know to cast their film. And they put out what's called breakdowns. And the breakdowns go out to all the agencies and all the management Mm-hmm. agencies and um, you look; they look through the breakdowns and they find roles that will be good for their clients and then they have to pitch you essentially to the casting director and be like hey send a headshot which is a photo of your right. face a resume so on and so forth um, and you know these casting directors they don't get the final say whatsoever I mean at the end of the day it's going to be the creative you know, people behind like uh, the filmmakers who are going to have the final decision or if, if it's a studio film you know, the studio is is going to have the final decision um, unless they granted their filmmaker, like, complete control, yeah. which happens to sometimes. Um, but they, the casting directors, they do have tremendous influence, especially if they have, like, a good working relationship with the filmmaker. So, like, I'll tell you a story. Like, there's this casting director named Sarah Finn, and you can look her up. She, she casts... I want to say, if not 90%, 95% of all the Marvel films that are wow. made. She doesn't work for Marvel in any way, but she, she's an independent contractor out on her own. Jeez. But she, I guess, over the years has cultivated a great relationship with these people. And for whatever reason, they, you know, love her. And she, she, Well, I, for the reason is because she's great at her job. Right. But I'll tell you a story. So before I ever even moved to L.A., I did a self-tape with Lewis or one of my friends and i remember it was very secretive like they wouldn't tell you they it was there at the time they were calling an untitled um marvel project um and so i was just it was like dummy side so dummy sides are based so sides are basically the part of this they take pieces of the script that they decide that are good for the audition mm-hmm. they want people to audition with these scenes right and they they, they could
0: gauge it from yeah, there they basically. they,
2: they, they take, take these pieces and that, those are the pieces of the script that they send out Okay for you to audition. and they're called sides. And But when it's a super secretive project like a Marvel project, they'll write up dummy sides with dummy character names. Um, with dummy meaning just like false so imposter character names meaning like
0: these are not actual lines from the they're they are like are, similar they're similar okay they're
2: similar but the names and the situations are completely changed right. to, to hide to what, keep it secret because uh,
0: i'm sure a lot of people get the tape and they're like they're oh, well.
2: they're yeah the sides are given out to hun- like hundreds of right. people so you can leave thousands if yeah. it's like a, a big search for like a part
0: got it so
2: especially with highly anticipated like you know marvel, marvel is, movies. is highly anticipated biggest. You know, films. So, and the fans are super fans. So, it could get leaked. And Actually, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, right. But so, yeah, they want to protect their investment, obviously, because they're spending massive amounts of money on these on these movies. But um, so, I'll tell you a story. I auditioned with these dummy sides, and she, the lady Sarah Finn, who was casting it, um, really loved. You know what I did. So at at this point, she she i basically had to sign a non-disclosure agreement an nda and at that point on i'm about to break the nda but the movie's already out so it doesn't really matter but it was for um the role of Peter Parker. no morales for, no for, okay. for uh, flash thompson in right. spider-man so in the new spider-mans with tom holland uh-huh. um you know flash thompson is like the bully he's like the at school villain essentially okay he's not like a a villain with superpowers but he's like the at school villain
0: An antagonist he's the
2: antagonist in school so i got really far with that i ended up not getting it um so funny because i ended up now working with tom just this past at the beginning of the year um but that lady sarah finn years later what two three two years two and a half almost three years later remembered me and casted me in dora so wow. these relationships that you build with these people That's are, are so, so and i had always Crucial. i remember i had always heard that like especially when you're just starting out you're like oh, you like you don't get something I'm like, oh my god it's like the end of the fucking one now yeah. it's like shit bounces off you like it's nothing like it's right. like at a certain point it, it just like it doesn't phase you but numb. yeah like this you just do it so much and right. it's like i can't tell you how many times i've tested like gotten down to the very end and like you know you don't get it and that's just part of the game like but it's a numbers thing and then eventually you're gonna you know score but um yeah she she's the lady who ended up casting me in dora two three years later and there was a couple auditions in between for other different stuff but yeah and and it it works like
1: spider-man That that would have been crazy but no so
2: like i so i ended up working with the kid who plays spider-man tom holland recently and is he a nice guy he's super he nice. looks like a really tom's nice guy. Best, man. tom's honestly like one of the funnest guys and he's i can't wait for people to see this movie because they're gonna i mean it's so different from anything he's done i mean he plays an opioid addict heroin addict
0: wait is this the movie that's on netflix no no because he just did yet. one that he has like a country accent with uh robert, robert Patton. yeah no
2: that's that was
0: it looks really good it man. was good
2: i liked it i enjoyed it um he was great in it and but this, this movie is is He's he's super proud of it, and I know everyone is gonna like it. Is, gonna is like this it. the movie
1: you said you were gonna give us a little scoop about?
2: Well, I'm giving you the scoop, Papa. I'm telling all you. All right. Right. So it's not very good with so, this so, so so no, I was talking to him one day on set, and like I was just telling—I don't remember how it came up. Oh, but I was just like, obviously, I'm gonna tell him. Like, bro, I was almost in Spider-Man. Like, we could have like we gonna worked together before. And he was like, dude, that's so crazy, like.
0: I was, accent. <laughs> I was, and I was just, te-
2: but I was telling him how, you know, Sarah Finn, even though I didn't get that part, you know, she gave me Dora, and he was like, dude, that's so crazy because Sarah Finn literally changed my life. Like, she's the that's one who so gave crazy. him, she didn't give him Spider Man, but obviously she saw something in right, him sure. and, and she hide. She The she gold star left. for him. Yeah, and, she... and
1: honestly, like, I feel like for him, that's such a huge role because we're still, like, to no, this day, the no, debate. it's life the, the, the altering debate, But it's a the debate, though, because it's filling a role that's, like... It was bro, done like,
0: so well and then it was, Peter like, Andrew Garfield did a good job. <sighs> but, like, no, nah, Andrew Garfield did a good job. The writing wasn't good. Right, you're right, actually. So, Andrew Garfield, I thought was a great Spider-Man. The writing, I was just, like... I don't really like like this that much but like I felt like he, the way he portrayed the character like the time when the, the guy pulls out the knife you know and he's like oh you found my weakness he's like small knives uh, you know what I mean like I thought like his acting was really remember. good but as far as like the strip goes I feel like he gets a bad shake at it cuz you know like Yeah I mean I
2: mean I don't know that much about Spider-Man and I, I don't want to act like I do I don't know that much about comics truly um I love all the Spider Man movies. I will well, say Well, yeah, that.
1: one, two and three with Toby.
2: I like them all. Yeah. I, I like them I all. Love, but like for Correct me if I'm wrong, the you know, Tom is like the actual build and yeah. age and like he's like it's yes. more of a younger Spider Man, which yes. I really Which like.
1: that really is how Peter Parker Right. Is. That's
2: like how Stanley right. envisioned him, I think. Or yes, right, or it like is, hundred percent. But yeah, I mean and it just goes to show you these these casting directors they have massive influence they don't have the final say but they have they a have lot a lot of, of pull and yeah and you know if if just do every audition every self-tape do your best and like i said like you know i'm doing this self-tape two yeah, years literally. ago that i don't even know what it's for and i'm doing it with my buddy like i don't even live in la yet yeah. and years later that
0: when you, your comes
2: back around like it's everything is a full circle yeah, always and that's just life. just last
1: so, night uh jeff was doing a self-tape with uh with Female alchemy with that, D. oh yeah, and, she was pretty good, and that's where the uh, But
0: that looks like it would
1: be so much fun. That's where the uh, you wouldn't understand. It's
0: more
2: from. fun when you do it with an actor, <laughs> with another. Actor.
1: But it is, it is what Jeff says though. It's with it's about
0: actor, so.
2: <laughs> no, I just mean like I, no, know, I get what you mean though with people with like with someone who's when you're doing a self tape with someone who's not an actor, they're not really gonna be able to
0: stand up the emotions. and
2: look at you in the eye and not feel uncomfortable. Like right. I can do that. 100% I, you're a special case, buddy. You're a special case. <laughs> what about me? Because
0: you say you <laughs> no, can kidding, do I'm it, kidding. but when the cameras no, go course. on, hours, I, like, I could even start the podcast Yeah, on the first like, try, it's, so. it's tough.
2: So not to say that someone wouldn't be able to do it. It's just, you know, it's fun to make it a collaboration with another actor. Um and and just see what happens and you and just have fun and yeah.
1: But it, it is it definitely is about repetition because when Jeff was doing it with Daddy He'll finish it, and he'll be like, again. And then, like, well, they'll, they'll start
0: over. Well, that. so
2: that, like, I was... St- I think I was, like, learning my lines, and so... The delivery is important. Yeah, of course, but... So, like, I was learning my lines with her, so I don't usually... Well, it, it just depends. Like, I pretty much live alone, so I don't really have someone there all the time to read with, so I'll have to read with myself um and there's so many
1: which i'm guessing is not the the best way to do it.
2: It's not the best way because i don't want to get into like the technical how i do it but it, it it isn't the best way because you lose a sense of freedom. Like you're more restricted and you don't have someone there to to play off of but so so like when you're reading with someone an actual human you can discover way more easier it comes easier and you can just you end up doing something and you're like hey i like that and you take it and you integrate it and you slowly find like little kinks and little nuances that make this character like tick so um yeah so i mean to young actors i mean just just bro whenever you these these opportunities like i know like you get an opportunity for an audition and you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you feel like if you don't get it, there's never going to be another opportunity like it. But the opportunities are just endless. endless. They never stop coming unless, unless there's a pandemic. And then, you know, it's stuff comes really down a, a little bit, but it, it comes back, yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. comes back. And this is like once in a lifetime type of situation. Right. But this is the first time I've ever, in the five years or so I've been doing this, excuse me that i've ever seen this little thing little content being made and being sent out to me it's coming back now because it's picking back up again hopefully it will stay that way but um it, the opportunities are endless man they really are and that's not just that's not just acting i mean that's everything like it's just it's always going to
0: just keep coming and coming and coming and coming i agree with you yeah. so you had mentioned something about your table read, and mm-hmm. it kind of sparked a little something. Um, you had said that you guys read through a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, episodes as in like TV. Yeah. So is that something that you're going to be looking into? Like, are you? Do you want to do sure, TV? Sure, sure, sure.
2: I mean, do TV. I mean, there's no greater time. TV has never been this good. That's when I... there's never been this much TV being made. Also, yeah, of course, I would love to do TV, and it's it's, you know. The downside, I think, not a downside, but I guess the draw with with doing TV potentially, um, and this is something I talk about, you know, with the people I work with a lot, the people who represent me, um, is you know you could possibly get not stuck, but you know if, if you get on a show and it's I it takes off, if okay. it takes off or it's a hit, and next thing you know, you're on this show for five years, and you know with TV. You know they they sign you into a contract that basically they have to approve anything else you do Mm -hmm. they have to give you excuse me the green light and say yeah okay you can go do this even on your off time so well depending on the contract but um it's very common for the deals to be like that um so you know that's the potential draw i think um but if you know if, if you really love that character and you're it's you know a happy working environment and you know there's there's no telling to where it could go and how deep you could yeah. go with this this person you're playing um yeah tv is i'm always open to tv because i
0: was listening to joe rogan and he had rob Lowe on mm-hmm. and rob Lowe is like a legend yeah. like he's been on many things and he was saying he was like oh yeah that's the thing that was a problem with tv back then like you get on tv and like you know, I don't know if it was, like, a respect thing or, like, people would... back then, it was, like, right. a joke. <laughs> right. It was, like, a joke. He was, like, you're not a movie star. You're not yeah. an actor. I mean, like, you would just be a guy on TV. Yeah. But he's, like, but nowadays, like, with Netflix being so prominent, it's yeah. like, he's, like, everybody wants to be on TV. Everybody oh, wants to be on yeah. Netflix. Like, a Netflix original. And it's a,
2: and it's a steady check. It's a yeah. steady income. It's, like, you know, with movies, you you do a movie and you get paid and you don't, you, you don't know where your next is coming from unless right. you're you know, unless a handful. Unless you're a handful of you know of these actors who who pick and choose, you right. know what they can want to do and what they decide they want to do, and who are you know someone like Adam Sandler, he's making his. I mean, with with Happy yeah, he yeah he makes his own stuff. He doesn't yeah. need anyone. Uncut to...
0: Gems, though, that's not a is it? A Happy. I Mad- think he did
2: produce Uncut Gems. His production company was involved, but I mean that's a I mean that's a special scenario because Adam Sandler you know, t- teamed up with those filmmakers, the Safdie brothers, and they did something so special, yeah. and, you know, they are already, they, their movie before that, Good Time, with Robin Pattinson, I mean, he he, wa- he wasn't taking that great of a risk, he knew that it was going to be, these guys are yeah. something special, and the movie was going to be something special, yeah. so it, it was a no-brainer to do it, really, um, you know, and and... He doesn't really we don't really see that from him very often. So right, cuz I'm sure normally, he got a lot of gratification from definitely, that also. Definitely.
0: Cuz he normally plays like the, yeah. the ty- he I mean to I don't want to say cuz he's a, I think he's a great actor. I love Adam Sandler. He's one of my favorite, but he he's plays great. like a very similar role in like all yeah, his, he plays yeah, like a, I mean he has a
2: very specific style yes. of films that he makes and 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 there's an audience for those films without a doubt and there's there's an odd there's people that want to see films like that
0: david spade yeah. um what's the, robert uh no what is it rob his best friend i can't remember his name right now that he plays in waterboy and he's like you can do it oh yeah yeah um
2: gigolo yeah 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 that guy yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no. But I feel like damn, we murking him by not remembering his name. That's yeah, not right. That's not good because he's been around for a <laughs> yeah, while. But him, great. it's like his whole crew that's part of like yeah. They've all yes. make the same yes. type yes. of movie. They play the same role. Absolutely. So it was really yeah. nice seeing Adam Sandler like come out of yeah. that and like actually. No, he act, was
2: act. absolutely incredible in 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 Gems, and hopefully he'll. Do it again. and do some more stuff. Like I
1: liked Uncle Jim. Uh, Uncle Jims. Uncle, Un- Un- Uncle... Uncle, Uncle Jim? Jimmy? Uncle Jims. <laughs> Uncle Jimmy? I liked Uncle Jims to be honest. Yeah. People were talking trash about it. I liked it.
2: People were talking trash about
1: it? Yeah, I, they said, was. oh my god. It was just the same it. shit over and over and over again. Well, that's...
2: Like, well, I mean, that's, that's the, the, whole the whole thing. That's the point I mean, of the, the movie, like, yeah. His downward spiral is like... He has so many chances to make the right decision. And he just makes the wrong one every single time. So, I think... The thing about the Safety brothers is... is their movies are not an easy watch. Like it's not like a happy Madison movie that you throw on and it's happy and it's this yeah. that and the like it's it's a tough watch. Like it's like yeah. it's not something you want to watch before bed. You know, it's like it takes right. a lot of it's it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, yeah, it's a sensory experience. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 gonna be polarizing a film like that.
0: And then I had something else I wanted to ask. So me and my girlfriend we made b- a bucket list recently. And, you know, I had some... I I think I mentioned on the last podcast that I had put one that I was like, I want to take a picture for National Geographic, whatever. I want to do this, that, and the other. One thing I have on there, and I want to see how... uh, It's probably not easy. I don't know, because I know somebody has done it. Um, Being an extra Mm. on a movie or a show, how hard is that? Not hard at all. I mean...
2: That's not true. It's hard in the sense that (laughs) the days are very long. You don't get... Treated that well, um, and the pay is not great, but for people that just want to be around, you know, the plaza, the, or like, no, the, place, the people that just want to be around
0: filmmaking and be in that environment, love can love but I mean, really like, enjoy it, not as like how hard is it to do it, like, I'm not saying like the the task itself, yeah, but how hard is it to, to like, it? right? Like, if I would, like, I was like, you know, what, I, I have you know. I have time off and, you know, whatever, I'm looking to be a, an extra. Is that, that possible? It's
2: extremely possible. And people literally make a living off doing that in LA. Like, people that are, you know, grinding and struggling and work several jobs. Yeah, absolutely. It's super easy possible. to do. Yeah, it's very easy
0: to do. I want to do it.
2: It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know exactly the in and the outs of how it works. I would assume, I don't know, like... Uh, you know, when, when, when a movie's being cast, there's, you know, a casting director who casts, like, you know, all the lead roles. And then there's, like, local casting, which casts smaller bit roles, the one-liners, and they cast, like, the extras, too. So, I assume that if they put out, like, a notice, hey, extras needed, and so on, so forth. Tijon had a
1: one-liner in Africa, right? Or where was it? No, he is,
2: he's in Future World, which is... Oh yeah is
0: that the one with snoop dogg
2: yes we one of my terrible movie but it's <laughs> so it's so that's the one with so lucy much, lou as well yes i had so much fun making that movie and i learned so much making that movie that was like i did that first one with franco and then like a couple months later we did that other one um and here i am this kid like i was like working at a car dealership i think i emailed him like i didn't have his number but i emailed him <laughs> I remember, like, I was, I, I... You emailed Franco? Franco, like, I was, like, I just watched his new show on Hulu, and I was genuinely obsessed with it. So I, like, yo, like, I love your new show, bro. Like, it was so sick. And he was, like, thanks, homie. Are you free in May? And I was, like, hey. it's, like yeah, I'm free do you mean? What do you want to do? Like, what? free for what? He was, like, no, he said, are you free in May? Like, I have another project for you. And I'm, like, I'm here at this car, de- car dealership in my cubicle, like, <clears throat> Yes, yes like fine, let's go and um yeah that 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 was cool I mean but the movie is not my favorite it's a silly silly movie but it,
0: it was, where, uh, where, where, where would I be able to watch that
2: I think that's it's it's definitely available to stream I'm, I'm not sure I'll just type it in yeah you just go on google like where you can watch it but um it was fun nah it was a lot of fun that was was, the first movie Tejon came with what was Tejan's one liner he wasn't a one liner but he just had like a it was just like an insert on him like doing something crazy or it was like the strip club scene and he was like (laughs) a bouncer or something no he was like so it's like this post apocalyptic Mad Max rip off and it's like these these uh strippers have these collars on and, like you control him
1: <laughs> terrible. Oh, terrible oh yeah and, and, and like... he
2: was like had a controller and he was control- <laughs> <Yeah,
1: laughs> controlling so
2: <laughs> the strippers but that was like the first one that he like came with me in every movie since then like i've always had friends come out which is sometimes it's kind of difficult because the days are so long and you're so just preoccupied with work that you don't really have time like my buddy Brandon came to Australia and spent some time with me there, and I felt bad because like I didn't really, I was just working. The days were so long; right? Right. I would get up at four AM. We would I would get home at seven, and all I had time to like energy to do was or order food eat. and go to sleep. Like that's it. Luckily, he's super into like
0: just being there movie stuff. making and stuff. Yeah. So
2: like I would sit him with the director, and he would just watch, or I'd send him to the VFX guy. Like he was super into like right. all of that what stuff. I would do, but like Tejan is like in the fucking trailer, like, sleeping, like, you know, like, he, and I'm like, dude, come to set, like, you're missing all the fun, and he's like, I don't care. You remember when we went to WrestleMania? Yeah, of course. Remember when we went to Wiz Khalifa? Front row, Mac Miller? Mac Miller dapped this wow. up. Wow.
0: And he said, That's crazy. I was just, Rf- ris- Mac bro, Mac I was just listening to kids today. He was telling, he, do you know that story? No. So, Jeff hits me up, it was a Tuesday, and... Jeff hits me up and he goes, "Hey, you want to go see Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller?" I was like, "Yeah,
2: bro." At the time, we were obsessed. And I'm Wiz Khalifa—this
0: is like—I w- used to go over to Jeffrey's house and I would wear car- uh, camo cargo Camos shorts with a black tee yeah, and I would snap snapback with some chucks with some yeah. Taylor,
2: bro. Taylor game. <laughs> Bro, remember the day to days? Did we used? To, yes, did you used to yes, watch those? Yes, the day to days. Yes. Oh. Cuddy too. Like Cudi used to make these videos, like all the time, of like his tour life, and it was just we were just obsessed with watching that. Like,
0: but do you remember? So we went. All right. So Jose, so you don't know the story. So he calls me. He's like, you want to go? And I was like, yes. And I was like, mom, can I go to this concert? And she's like, it's a Tuesday. It's a school night. Yeah. And I was, was like, I was like, but it's for Jeffrey, and 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 Jeffrey's dad's going. And she was <laughs> That's like, she was like, Jeffrey's dad's going. And then I was like, yeah, Jim's Jim's dropping us off and she was like but is he there and i was like he's going to wait outside for us <laughs>
2: he's lying
0: and um, she was like okay the truth fine truth comes out finally whatever i'll take it lying <laughs> it. but whatever we get there and they open the doors the whole place smelled like like bud yeah. I remember
2: me. that being like i was a like i was a freshman we freshman, were freshmen yeah, right fresh i remember that, that fresh. being like my first like yo what the fuck like they hot boxes it's wiz Khalif. and dude. it was right. at nova it was at no you would literally look so like as the show was on and the lights were off, you would look to the cloud. stadium seating to the left that rises up, and all you would see was the end of like joints and blunts being sucked on. Like you would just see this the, light of the, fire the, that the was rose getting or whatever it's called. yeah, like it, you would just see a wall a sea of that.
0: That is insane. It that was, was he, would, he was like I, I like y'all cologne or something like that. I think Wiz said that when he came out. He was oh, talking yeah. about the smell, the weed smell, but then I'm uh, sure he
2: says that every night, <laughs>
0: like probably that's a, probably one of those lines. Nah, but Mac Miller, he came too? out and he saw Jeffrey because we were front row, we were standing right there. And at the time, Jose, I looked I
2: was 14, but I looked 11 or 12, like I looked like a baby. So I here I am, this front, like in the front row, and I'm rapping every single fucking lyric. Like, so he came up to me and he was like, He was like, What did he say? He hey, was, little
0: man, how old are you? And then he, Jeffrey was like, "I'm 14, man." And he was like, <laughs> "14." And then they play the bong rip on the speaker. And you hear, and then he goes, "Dang, somebody get this little do some pussy." Yeah. <laughs> it's on YouTube. I can find it. Yeah. It's, on YouTube, <laughs> it's so funny. Bro. And then he daps up Jeff, and then he like dapped up. Like it was like you, your, bro- uh, you, me, your brother, and your cousin. Yeah. And he d- dapped us all up, yeah. and then went back, performed, and then when, when Wiz came back out. Wiz pointed us out could I yeah. get- Now he kept coming up Like cause he could see me And I looked so young And he
2: could see me rapping oh, Every it. fucking lyric Like bro I was a Wiz fan Like for real So He kept like trying to come over And dat me up But I was so short That like every time He would put his hands out like, 20 people would just swarm and I wouldn't be able to touch him. But, like, he kept trying to touch me, but I couldn't touch him. Wiz's
0: hands are so ashy. <laughs> That's the ashyest man I've ever seen I don't
2: remember that. I don't remember that. But yeah, that was a legendary night, honestly. But
0: I brought up WrestleMania because you had said that set days are so long. We were supposed to go with uh, your Uncle Mark. Yeah. And Because yeah. he was filming Painting games yeah. with The Rock. Yeah. And then he ended up not being able which, to go. Which shot
2: here in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's true. I remember. Alrighty. So,
1: Jeff, yeah. uh, it's been a great talk. Cool. But uh, we're going to get into the. Uh, Find a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. The, the quick ones. What do we call these? The rapid fire, lightning round. I said the quick ones. <laughs>
0: I think you said the quick ones, which is even worse. The
1: quickies. The quickies. All right, Jeff. So, I mean, basically, you know, rapid fire questions. I'm going to ask you this or that. This They're or yes that, or no. Or right? That and the. It's, it's no, like not yes one or One or, or, or the other. other. So, yeah, one or the other. Okay. A or B. Got you, got you. Got you. All right, so. Uh, I'm going to start it off with, well, I'm going to start it off with, are you a morning bird or a night owl?
2: Night owl. I don't like the morning bird. Nice. Do you prefer being hot or being cold? Hot. hot. Always hot or always cold? Always hot. What? I'd rather be, I don't even use AC
0: like that. You're like, literally,
2: bro, I'm from South Florida. I don't like the AC. I don't like the cold. No. No. Okay. Okay. He was
0: complaining about how cold it was outside. It was like 75.
2: Bro, <laughs> no, I don't like the cold, bro. <laughs>
1: All right. Do you prefer to be uh, to live in the mountains or in the beach? <clears throat> Not directly, but like scenery
2: wise, the beach, like the beach. The beach. What, Miami, <clears throat> Miami Beach is the most special place in my opinion. Like it's so unlike any other place in this country. I don't know. Me but... and Joe,
0: like every time we have somebody on, and we ask that question because they're the same question for every episode. Um, I personally hate our beaches well look i'm not saying
2: they're the greatest be uh, obviously you're, saying, you're
0: talking about the vibe
2: yes i'm okay. talking
0: about uh, the that's a style
2: different. of living here and just the whole fucking thing of it all is just incredible and you know especially someone who grew up doing art i mean i painted photography sculpture like painting and art was what i did growing up and miami is completely centered around art so i was very lucky anyway cool go, go next question
0: um uh do you prefer ice cream or frozen yogurt Ice cream, non dairy ice cream, because I don't really eat dairy
2: like that. You're vegan, right? No, no, kind of. I'm just lactose intolerance, weak <laughs> ass. Lactose intolerance.
1: Uh, what would you prefer, BMW, Benz, or Audi?
0: man, uh, he wants a, a Nissan Leaf in high school. He used to Tesla. say, All oh, y'all boys, but gonna be spending money on gas. Meanwhile, I'm be pulling up with my Leaf hybrid, jumping hey, exactly. chest. Hey,
2: and you know what? That's the direction we're moving. So I was ahead, of, I was on to something,
0: Tesla. Okay. Um, steak or chicken But uh, Oh you're not a vegan
2: I love steak honestly But Red meat is not that great for you So chicken
1: I like that Uh, You rather be Big spoon or little spoon Little spoon
2: <laughs> You're fucking weird I
1: bro. feel that though
2: I for <laughs> prefer to be the little spoon too much responsibility um, to be the big spin.
0: And I don't. I never wear my goes arm. Numb and it's like, you know, thank you. I'm good. That is true. Um, driving or shotgun? Do you prefer to be the driver? Driving. I love driving. I don't like traffic though. Really? I do I not like traffic. You I love driving. Shotgun. Because I remember one time I seen you in that big old Audi that your mom had, uh-huh. and you was whipping that thing. You looked, you looked a little skeptical, <laughs> but <laughs> he is a little skeptical.
2: What you mean, he is. bro? Listen. <laughs> I love driving. I didn't say I was a good driver. Oh, that's true. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. Hey, but I ain't never been in an accident. I'll tell you that. Me neither. So Me neither. I never got a speeding ticket. All right. Can't uh, say the same there.
1: Hulu or Netflix, and not in the in the movie kind of world, but just to watch. Um, where
2: do you get more your content? Yeah, about? Netflix has more content. Netflix. Um, uh, Nike or Adidas. Also, <laughs> sorry, going back to Hulu. No disrespect to Hulu. I love Hulu, but yo, interface, you gotta do something about it. Yeah, it's complicated. You gotta do something about it. Right? That. Why is it so unuser friendly? I don't know. That,
0: That's why I was like, I don't even want to see if shows are on here because oh, I'm just yeah, gonna go on Netflix. It's not <laughs> what the fuck? Very hard. That shit is so difficult. I'm gonna go
2: Hulu trying to look for a show and I'm end up on Netflix. <laughs> <Nah>. it's, <laughs> it's hard
0: to navigate. End All up right. on the dark web, goddamn. All right. Um, Nike or Adidas? Nike. There you go. It's a good man right there, like that.
1: LeBron James or Jordan, the GOAT. Bro, after seeing the
2: last dance, ah, that's hard, man. I love LeBron. Honestly, I used to be a LeBron hater. Yes, you Me were. Me too. <laughs> but now, I fuck with LeBron. When he went back to Cleveland and won that championship, thank you. And came back, thank from you. Three one deficit, thank you. That's when I was. Like, that's when I what? was like, okay. I'm gonna stop hating. Yeah, and I'm like, gonna just jump on board because exactly you got to give saying. the man his respect. Um, but I will give you an answer, Jordan. <coughs> oh, you're giving the wrong answer, but isn't it? All right, here it Isn't it? All right, here it is—a big
1: one for Jeff. Well, it's not really because we know the answer. Bro. All right, Drake or Kanye? Drake. Yeah.
2: That's the easy it's, one. Uh, but that's not an easy one. No,
0: it's not. But it's, it's not a, an easy. It it's not. A, nah. It's not. But it is. Honestly. So, it's not an easy in, one. in 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 sense of so we've <laughs> broken it down before, but in sense of like being an artist like like overall like overall Listen, kanye but i don't want to i don't mean okay creation like producing sure. all that stuff sure. i would say kanye but
2: in in terms of pure resonance and who i resonate more with Drake, oh Drake, that's, yeah and who's been on
0: take care has been on um the billboard top Four. 200 for yeah.
2: 400 weeks and he's also a very sweet man and very nice and he I, also
0: follows you on instagram he's my friend
2: i i saw him not that long ago he's a great guy Tell
0: him I say hi. I will. Thank Tell you. Say hi.
1: Um beer or wine?
0: Wine. Um curly hair or straight hair? Curly.
1: Uh boobs or ass?
0: Ass. Nice. It's a good choice. Instagram or Twitter? <sighs> I don't You're have, not even on Twitter. I time. don't have
2: a Twitter. Um but not Instagram either. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> Tick, but, TikTok. I like TikTok. I don't make TikToks, okay, behind- but I love going on TikTok. It's a chat it's a happy- yeah, No, nah, Twitter is Twitter... Right. Not a fun place. Oh, actually, well, here's your question. Vine or TikTok? Vine. But that's because I'm a nostalgic person. and Dude, Vine? Yeah, Vine was hilarious, but... TikTok is, like, the only social media I can go on now, and, like, just... It, it, it's just fun, laughs. It's
0: All just right, the last question. You know the answer, Jeff. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Computer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, so, so for the record, yesterday... Or today, today, I was asking Jose, like, yo, do you play Call of Duty? And he was like, yeah. And... And, and I was like, you have Xbox or PS4? This man looked me in my eye and said computer (laughs) (laughs) so that's where that comes from like we just had a good laugh about that earlier okay
0: well that concludes our fire round or rapid rapid fire um so thank you so much for being on we usually like to end with uh some consumer advice um from the local area. So I know you're not really in South Florida like that anymore, but is there any place that you'd like to shout out like a restaurant or just a place Oh man. Um anything really doesn't have to be yes. a Yes.
2: So, well, restaurants, so there's onto eyes in Pembroke Pines, Jamaican food, and there's Taste Right, which is a Jamaican bakery across the street where I get my patties. Um what else? I like What's what a name? I like Joe Stone Crab. Um I like Planta, I like... Yeah, anyway, but... Shout out. Man, shout out to everyone. It's a hard time. (laughs) Shout out to every restaurant that has made it through this... Well, I
1: guess more locally, we'll keep it to the Jamaican restaurants.
2: Yeah, well, anyone that that really knows me, like, the first thing I do when I land here every time is go get Jamaican food. Jamaican food is my favorite food.
0: Where's that place that you... uh, On eyes? Yeah, where's that? So,
2: well, so there's two places I like in Pines Miramar, which is Barbican... Which is on hiatus and Pembroke uh, Road, I think. And that's by Crazy Cuts and Publix. Oh, that's like right here. And they yeah. just, it doesn't say Barbican, it just says restaurant. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the most yeah, don't thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Food. No, definitely. And everyone that works there that. definitely has an attitude problem, but that's part of the experience. You go there
0: and they'll be like, hey, can I get some Arshtail? They'll look at you and be like, we're not that.
2: No, my issue with Barbican. Is they just run out of shit and they don't right. make it? But I'm that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like,
2: <laughs> and they're that. they're not, and that's a problem for me because like yeah. when I want the oxtail, I want the oxtail. Right, a bunch of eyes. They hit you with the we have Yeah, it's like <laughs> we, we don't have that. So, and then you just, but then they don't. The thing is, is, like, they just like you'll walk in and they'll won't even say hi. They'll just stare at you, and it's like I get it. I like, guess part of like Jamaica is is America is a very service friendly like this is a service place like you go to other places i mean like i was in morocco like other countries it's not a service-based right. industry like service is not their top priority but the food is incredible and it is, what it's is. worth it, it is and i love is. caribbean old caribbean women they're hilarious they're the funniest like, they're, people. they're mean but i love them yeah. you
0: know? you're gonna get some attitude with that oxtail but yeah <clears throat> all right jeff um, all right guys thank you for having me Thank you It's been fun We're not going to ask
1: you Where can they find you Because you can probably Just type in Jeff Walvo
2: And you'll find him
0: That is very true Um, Any movies uh, Projects Anything coming up That you'd like to Let the people know about You said Cherry Yeah
2: Cherry So Cherry is going to come out At the beginning of 2021 Apple TV On Apple TV Plus Um, You know If you have an iPhone If you got a new iPhone Or a new Apple device Recently I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Apple TV Plus Comes free for like a year Or six months Or something So you could definitely Watch it um yeah i'm excited for that one that's
0: are you the main
2: so tom is the main character and um i we we both play soldiers um it takes place in 2003 um which if you guys recall is around the time we you know we're in invaded Afghanistan. iraq and i oh, just kidding yeah and um
1: i was um... thinking of vietnam so don't worry <laughs> oh, so, oh my god <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm even more off no i mean this is this was the time that we <laughs> we're looking for weapons of mass, mass destruction. destruction that didn't exist. So all that good jazz um he ends up leaving the army and and getting into a serious opioid addiction. Um it's a true story, semi-true story based on a novel by the same name <clears throat> Cherry. Actually the author just got out of jail. Um he ends up robbing banks to support his opioid addiction, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it to come out and yeah, that's the next thing.
0: I'll check and see if Excuse there's me. a trailer. That's pretty funny. No, there's no trailer yet. All right. Right. i was just to need that. Same. Same. All right. So, Joe, where can they find you?
1: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where you can find me.
2: Where can you find anyone?
0: <laughs> you can definitely find me on Instagram. I know, that, Bear on I, know that, <laughs> I know that they
1: definitely found my Call of Duty account, though. They found that shit real well. Because you keep getting suspended? No, they fucking stole
0: it. Yeah, they're calling oh. people freaking blood clots and stuff. So telling them that we ain't got that. We don't have that. <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> Alright. Alright uh, guys. Oh thank you. you. Hope you guys enjoyed. Loving that.